the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, look out. It's Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Hey, she's back. If you're watching Facebook Live, YouTube Live, Karen Bajani, uh, she is the author of The Blue Cord, also founder of IHopeMinistries.org. She's a North Texan. we got to have Texans on. It's just yes, a part of the contract. Karen, how are you? Well, I am great. It is great to be here with you this morning. It's good to talk Karen to you. Karen is in my hometown of Richardson, Texas. So if you would uh, go say hi to mom for me, because she would say that I don't call her enough and tell her hi. So <laughs> if you would do that, I would appreciate it. Absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> she does say that uh, uh, over the last, I've known Dan for 17 years. She does say that. And is the statue of Dan still? In the circle there, about or is they it? They tore that down. I think they tore that down. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, that's 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 uh, life. Karen has uh, an incredible life, incredible story. The the book, the Blue Court, is uh, amazing. I remember talking about this before about sharing your faith across cultures, mm-hmm. which you know, which I think is very very bold. But you break it down and make it uh, you know easier. Uh, you know, uh, nothing's really easy. It takes a little challenge, but we can we can do it. Thanks for your book. Uh, let's catch up with you a bit. It's been out for a while. What response have you you heard uh, from the book and how has it helped people? Yeah, thanks for asking. You know, since we last talked, we launched a conference based around the precepts of the book. So we had women fly in from all across the U.S. and um, some joined us from Canada via live stream. It was the Blue Cord Women's Conference. And really, it was about considering we we are the generation that hold the keys to the faith of the next. And there are women of lots of other faiths and cultures who live in our cul-de-sacs or we go to work with them or they're here as international students or they're coming as refugees. And they are raising up their kids to follow God as they know him. And they don't know about Jesus, salvation in Jesus. And so we are we are the generation who have the keys that we can talk with them in kind of unprecedented ways. We don't have to go overseas on a mission trip um, or become a missionary to go tell them they're they live right among us. And so it really is about raising our awareness that the nations live among us now. And we have the opportunity to go across their cul-de-sacs and strike up a spiritual conversation about matters of the heart. And so many of us uh, everyday Christians haven't been thinking about these things and our churches haven't been talking about them. And so this really is about raising awareness to realize um, it all starts with our thoughts. If we are not even thinking about this, we're not going to think about sharing our faith across cultures. Hmm. So that's what's going on. Uh, tell us, uh, for, for those who may not have seen when we talked to you before, tell, give us just yeah. a little brief history of how you got uh, started. I hope ministries in the blue court and, uh, and your husband, um, what what he lived through and what his passion is for too. Yeah, so uh, my husband grew up at war with people of other faiths, Muslims, really, um, in the Middle East and North Africa. 
Africa. He lived all throughout the Middle East and North Africa. He was a Christian living in those areas, and he was persecuted and tortured for his faith. And so when he immigrated to the U.S. as a young teenager, he thought, if God was real, none of that would have happened. And so he walked away from the Lord for almost 20 years. And then the Lord brought him back and said, um, you know, I, you're going to serve a God you once denied. That's me loving the people, Muslims, that you once hated. Now, while my husband was growing up at war with Muslims in the Middle East and North Africa, I grew up on America's heartland in in the the farm fields of Missouri, and I didn't even know that Muslims existed. In fact, when I was growing up, the U.S. was uh, 93% Christian, identified Mm -hmm. as Christian at that time. And so um, people of other faiths and cultures, you know, we gave money to missionaries who went overseas to share their faith. And it wasn't anything that I ever imagined doing. And so, but God, he, he, uh, he leads us down a path to, to open our eyes and draw him closer to him. So one day my husband took me back to the Middle East on a trip and, uh, I was, uh, kind of going good church girl, doing all the right things, (laughs) checking all the boxes, doing all the Bible studies. I'm going to go over there and I'm going to tell them about, uh, Jesus or certainly learn and grow. And when I got there, um, and I saw all of the, um, the men and wearing what looked like robes and the call to prayer would sound out. I was overwhelmed with fear. And um, in that moment of just having an absolute meltdown of fear, worried all about myself, we met a, uh, a woman missionary who lived and worked right in the heart of what you would call kind of ISIS territory at the time. So Mm -hmm. he took me in a really radical place. And, um, when we went to visit with her, I was in full scale meltdown. She was handing me tissues and coffee and, and, um, I was saying (laughs) to her, you know, how can you live here? This is such a dark and dangerous place. You're a single woman Christian missionary in this place. Why do you stay? And she said, I'll never forget. She said to me, Karen, Jesus is worth it all. And in that moment, it really caused me to confront my own faith and consider, you know, I was afraid to share my faith in America and she was uh, sharing her faith with terrorists Hmm. every day. And um, and in that moment, she she taught me that persecution is a gift because it means that you are kind of right on the on the cusp of um, of sharing, you know, Jesus faced opposition, too. So it really set me on a journey, a long-term journey to think um, people in the United States just don't share their faith like that, especially with people of other faiths. I had never considered it. And so that's that's it in a nutshell. Yeah. Uh, And even as I share that with you, I probably sound like, wow, um, who is she? I could never do what she does. But I tell you, I'm a small town kid from the Midwest who never imagined sharing my faith with anyone, let alone someone of another faith or culture. And so what I found is that if I can do this, anybody, any believer can do this, too. Karen Bajani, the blue cord, and uh, also 
she's ihopeministries.org. What a great story. Uh, wow. Sometimes sometime we'll have to get you and your husband on, on the show. Yeah. Would love to talk to him. Uh, I think I would be crying, too. I would be... <laughs> I, w- I would need coffee and tissues as well. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, yeah. let's face it. Here we are in the U.S. Now you're talking about, let's talk about where here in the U.S. We've got, you know, mul- uh, our our counties here. In fact, in Gwinnett, we used to live in Gwinnett. Well, now we live in another town, but it's so the multicultural. Um, and so to reach out, it is intimidating because, you know, somebody across the street is Muslim. You know, somebody down the street uh, may be uh, raised in a Jewish home. Right. And so there are those things you're like going in your mind. OK, well, where do I begin? Where do we begin, Karen? We want them to read the book, obviously. Yeah. But where do yeah. we begin right now? Yeah. You know, um, I mentioned my friend uh, Norma, who I had the full scale meltdown with in in the Middle East. She came to speak at this blue cord conference. And it was such a stunning moment because she did not realize the impact that she had on me and how that changed the direct trajectory of my own faith journey. And Mm -hmm. so I won't ever forget one of the things she said at this conference, and it's in the book too, but it's one of the first things that we believers, um, need to consider is oftentimes we're hunkered down, worried about offending someone of another faith or culture, an immigrant, a refugee, an international student. We hold back and hide what we believe, thinking we'll look for the right time, or we just even don't know how to even strike up a conversation to even go there. Um, but what I've come to realize through the years is that people of other faiths and cultures who live in the United States, they expect and assume that we are Christians. They, they think think America is a Christian nation, which mm-hmm. now we know that only 6% of Americans have a biblical worldview, but they believe that that Hollywood is, is Christian. And so they don't know what Christians believe. And they expect that if your faith is important to you, you would bring it up. Wow. So I've mm. since um, met many, many, many people of other faiths and cultures who, when I'll just say right up front, as, as early in that relationship or a com- in the conversation as it makes sense. And I'll say something like, hey, by the way, I don't know if I've mentioned this to you, but I'm a follower of Jesus. And here's what that means. It just means what God says in the Holy Bible in Romans 10, 9, that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you'll be saved. So tell me about you. And if they lean in to me and they go, oh, wow, you know, I I never knew that. I didn't know what Christians believe or or I kind of assumed you might be Christian, but I didn't know for sure. I'm Muslim or I'm Hindu or I'm Buddhist. Um, At that point, it opens up all kinds of conversations. If that person is a what what I might call a person of peace, someone God is wooing to himself, they'll stick with me and they'll continue to have more conversations. And it's just laid that groundwork that says um, they know right away that when they're engaging with me and we're building a relationship together, they know who I am and what I believe. Um, and that's one of the things that Norma talked about. Uh, it, even now, she is she is engaging with with many refugees from other faiths and cultures over in the other part of the world. And that's one of the very first things she does right away is identify herself as a Jesus follower. 
Um, and I think that's something that we can all do. And sometimes, especially in our culture today, we want to hide our faith. There's a lot of opposition to Christianity right now. Mm-hmm. And um, it really causes us as believers to pause and say, are we fearing God more than man? Yeah. We're called to identify ourselves as Jesus followers. Wow, she just wrapped me on the knuckles with a ruler there, Dan. Yep. Yeah, I felt it too. <laughs> well, she did it first to me. Now I'm just paying it forward. Hey, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey but thanks thanks for being bold enough to do that. Uh, because we all need a little wrapping uh, to just kind of open our eyes, don't we? Karen Bajani, the blue cord, uh, I hope ministries.org. Karen, we'd love to have you back, and uh, whether we can get your husband on or not, we'd love to have you back and talk more, maybe in the fall, if that's good for you. Real That'd be quick, great. Real quick, are you working on anything else for the fall 2023? Yeah, you know, um, right now there is a brand new uh, seven-week women's discipleship study based on the Blue Cord. And so there are a whole host of women now who are taking their friends on this journey to realize that we've not been thinking about sharing our faith with people of other faiths and cultures. And so it really is about thinking about our thinking and adjusting our actions. And so I just invite your listeners to plug in at thebluecord.org as we launch those new resources in the fall. This is an especially great study for women's ministries. Hey, Karen also has a podcast, the Blue Cord Podcast. Check that out. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 